0: Bobby Kodak donates to the worst people on earth because, of course, he does. For November 9th, 2022, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, Nintendo forms a joint partnership instead of just absorbing the studio outright, and EA cancels a franchise before they can even finish an entry under the EA banner. As if Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick couldn't get any worse, he donated $50,000 to incumbent MAGA Republican Representative Mike Garcia. Now we do talk politics sometimes here on the show, but I normally don't talk about my own politics. It's gonna leak out here. Garcia represents California's 27th district and is probably re-elected by the time this airs. Now you're probably wondering why I give so much of a shit about a Game Studio CEO donating to a mega-Republican. That's because Garcia and the rest of the Republican Party have devolved into anti-democratic authoritarians who are quickly trying to take rights away from women and the LGBTQIA community as well as try to upend election results if they don't swing their way. Garcia, in particular, has been an insurrectionist supporter and voted with the other 139 representatives to not certify President Biden's presidential win. When asked for comment, Activision Blizzard responded with quote, Mr. Kodak's contributions are focused on candidates and causes, primarily in support of veterans' issues and specifically veterans' employment. Which, let's just get this out of the way, is bullshit. There's no fing way that Kodak is donating the maximum amount that he can to someone like Garcia, especially when Garcia has also voted against every piece of federal legislation that could actually help veterans. This also highlights why I bring up voting with your wallet, because indirectly the money that gets thrown at Activision Blizzard through things like Call of Duty or Overwatch 2 funnels its way up to the executives at the top, and those executives like Kodak, are spending that money to elect people who will give them tax breaks and lax government regulations. Nintendo is making a more permanent partnership with one of their mobile game co-developers, DNA. That's capital D, small E, N, A. It's a pretty clever name. Instead of acquiring DNA, Nintendo is entering into a joint venture with DNA to form a Nintendo subsidiary. The new subsidiary will be called Nintendo Systems, since Nintendo is footing 80% of the costs. Nintendo Systems will focus on mobile research and development and is also tasked to create, quote, «value-added services». Nintendo and DNA have been working together since 2015 to release 6 mobile games: Miitomo, Super Mario Run, Fire Emblem Heroes, Animal Crossing: Pocket Camp, Mario Kart Tour, and Pokémon Masters, all of which brought in hundreds of millions of dollars in the last 7 years, with Fire Emblem Heroes reaching 1 billion in revenue itself. Nintendo and DNA's partnership also seems to be the only mobile game experiment that has been profitable. Nintendo in the past has partnered with Line to make Dr. Mario World, which was shuttered two years later, and Nintendo partnered with Cygames to develop Dragalia Lost that is shuttering before the end of the year. Overall, it's interesting to see Nintendo form a joint subsidiary with DNA, especially when you look at the rest of the gaming industry that's frantically consolidating. Electronic Arts confirmed with GamesIndustry.biz that it will be dropping the Project Cars franchise. With an EA spokesperson telling GamesIndustry.biz, quote, "...today we announced internally an update to our racing portfolio. Following an evaluation of the next Project Cars title and its longer-term growth potential, we have made the decision to stop further development and investment for the franchise." Electronic Arts back in 2021 acquired the Project Cars franchise when it bought Codemasters Studio. Codemasters back in 2019 acquired Slightly Mad Studios, and Slightly Mad developed Project Cars 1 through 3 from 2017 to 2020, with Bandai Namco publishing all three games. Meaning EA is shelving a franchise before Slightly Mad could even develop a Project Cars game under their umbrella. Slightly Mad also has 150 employees, and it's unclear if EA is going to lay them off or assimilate the team with within other EA Studios, and if I had to guess, it's probably going to be the former as opposed to the latter. Alright, well that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back tomorrow for even more video game news. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, and CastBox. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore RNG. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Radio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening.